Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm so happy to have you here with me. Thank you for joining and being a part of this. It means so, so much to me. This podcast is really a labor of love, and I am grateful to have the opportunity to show up here and share stories from my own heart in hopes that through these stories, you recognize, realize, and know you're not alone. We are in this together. Yep. Me and you. And it's not just me and you. There is also a community of individuals who are ready to welcome you. And they are right over in the Soul Circle community. So I invite you to come on by, introduce yourself, say hello. You can learn more about it on the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? This week, I wanted to chat with you about the seasons of life, because there are so many different seasons that we go through. And one thing we know for certain is that things do not stay the same forever, right? They are constantly changing. You are constantly growing and learning and becoming And nothing, nothing, nothing ever stays the same forever. I invite you to just take a moment right now and think about what season are you in? What does life look like for you right now? Are you in one of your amazing grooves where everything is, you know, just grooving along? You're feeling good. You're doing all the things you want to do. You're getting things accomplished. Is that where you are? And if so, that is amazing. But you might not be there. Maybe you're in a spot where you're in a complete and total transition. Where things are rapidly changing and you have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. And that's okay too. You might also be in a complete funk. Really down. Not even sure why you're feeling the way that you are but just not feeling like yourself. So many times we go there, right? Absolutely. And it's not the most comfortable place to be, but sometimes it's exactly where we need to be. And think about it. Where are you? What season of your life are you in in this very moment? And how does it feel? What does that season look like? What are you doing? Who are you spending your time with? Where are you going? Are you just staying home? Or are you venturing out and kind of exploring? What is it? Currently, I am savoring rest. (laughs) That is the season of life that I am in right now. I have been in seasons before this where I was highly motivated, highly productive, sticking to a schedule, waking up early, moving my body, and really in like this incredible groove. And then it shifted. And along with pregnancy came this whole other need and desire to just want to slow down. Because I know for certain, you know, as soon as baby girl is here, life is going to be so different. That time that I get to 
just, you know, cuddle under the covers a little bit longer is going to be not an option because there's going to be a little one that has to be fed and taken care of and changed and all of that is going to have to be tended to. And so I'm really trying to stay present and grounded in what does my body need right now? And for me, it is definitely saying it needs rest. (laughs) And so I am following that. I am listening to that intuition inside of me. And the movement comes when I'm ready for it, when I feel like it. And it's not in the early mornings like it used to be. It might be a late afternoon walk instead. Or joining my dear friend Colleen in her yoga classes over Zoom. I'm doing what feels right. Not what feels like I have to do. Because when it becomes like I have to, I have to, you do it begrudgingly, right? It doesn't become something that you you look forward to. It doesn't become something that really ignites you and fuels you. It's more of a chore. And I don't want any of it to feel like a chore. And nature really provides us a beautiful example of what to do and how to shift and to change. And here on the East Coast, we get to get all four seasons. And so those bitter colds, yes, they come in the winter, but then it makes way for a beautiful spring and a warmer summer. And then a fall where the leaves just change these spectacular colors. And fall is really a season that does remind me that we do need to change and morph and become. And sometimes the only way to do that is to let go. And the trees are such a radiant example of that because all throughout spring and summer, they have their beautiful leaves, right? And they're just full and they're amazing. And then fall comes and they start to change colors. And it's like the spectacular show watching the reds and the orange and yellows. And the tree seems to come to life in a whole different way. But then there comes a time when it realizes like, oh, I can't hold on to these leaves throughout the winter. Because if I do, they'll become way too heavy and I won't be able to carry that weight. So I have to let go. And one of my favorite things is even just sitting right here where I record the podcast, there is a window in front of me and I can sit here and watch the trees just release. And it's almost like magic. Like they just know that they have to do it. And the leaves flutter to the ground in, as if they're dancing. And what a beautiful reminder. We can't hold on to everything. We can't. We may want to, especially when things are going really good. We want to hold on to it so tightly and we don't want it to ever change, but it does, right? It does. Prior to, this is going back now, prior to the pandemic, I was in this routine of really waking up before work and getting that workout in and being in front of my altar and writing and pulling cards and just having that quiet time alone before the rest of the world woke up. And I was in a beautiful rhythm and routine with that. And then everything shifted and changed. 
And it's been two years, but I have not got back into that routine like it was before. Now it looks a little different. I show up still, but I'm showing up in a different way, a way that works for me. And same with running. I have been a runner ever since high school. I was running track and cross country and love it. And for me, the run is not so much about the exercise, like growing strength, losing weight part of it, any of that. But it's this mind release where it provides me a space to work things out in my head as I'm just putting one foot in front of the other and continuing down the road and finding my way back home, traversing up hills and downhills, all of that. It pushes me outside of my comfort zone and it also pushes the thoughts inside my head out so that I don't have to carry them anymore. And when it's spring or summer, I don't even mind running in the heat or fall. Love it. You know, can lace up my sneakers and walk out the door without a problem. But once it becomes cold here on the East Coast and that darkness settles in, I have to like drag myself out the door. And it could take me forever. I could be sitting on my couch, shoes laced, ready to go. And yet I'm not walking out the door. (laughs) But it's just so much harder in the dark, in the cold. It's not as enjoyable for me when I get back. Of course, I never regret a run that I do. But it's getting myself to that point. That it is a struggle And so what I need to realize and remember all the time is be gentle with myself. Maybe the winter isn't the time for me to run. Maybe that's the time my body needs to rest and shift into doing something else. Because we can't always do the same thing, always, always, always. Our body gets tired. It gets worn out. It needs a little bit of a break. And winter rolls in. But then it also rolls on out. And I wonder sometimes if I lived in an area where I didn't have these four seasons, would I always be out there running? Would I never give my body a break? And I don't think so. I think there comes a point where your body's like, all right, enough. Let me just rest for a moment. Let me have a change of pace, do something different. I need to shake it up, right? Just shake it up a little. See what else, see what else is out there. And watching these seasons come and go is a reminder that just because you're in a particular season right now, it doesn't mean that that's the season you're going to stay in. Oh my goodness. No, it's going to come and go. New things will show up and replace things that you're currently in a total groove with. Maybe new opportunities. Maybe something is taken away and you have to find a new way to adjust. Maybe you'd become curious about something else and want to give that a try and try it on for size. We never know. We never know, right? What is going to be that next shift, that next change? But we need to remember to be gentle with ourselves as the changes happen, because they are inevitable. (laughs) They are coming. 
And to know that if you're in a place right now is not really where you want to be, it's okay. You're not going to stay there forever. And it doesn't mean that you need to make immediate changes right now to get yourself out of it. Maybe you just need to be there for a little bit so that you can feel what that feels like. Learn what you need to from it. And then you could move on and keep going and doing different things. When we're gentle with ourselves, we give ourselves this space and grace to open up to the unexpected. And that is an incredible gift to give ourselves. Without expectations, without trying to manipulate or change what is or what could be, but being curious, staying open, watching for the signs, watching for whatever it is that excites you, whatever it is that feels true in your own body. I really had to hone in to my own body on this new journey that I'm on and lay down a lot of expectations that I had put on myself. In the beginning, I didn't have all the energy to do all the things that I wanted to do. And I was real quick to, oh, just go down that road of negative self-talk and be like, come on, Jennifer, get yourself in gear. You really need to do X, Y, and Z. And who was that helping? That was helping no one because there was no way I was going to do all those things. And so I had to change that conversation in my head and recognize that all right, I can't do X, Y, and Z, but I can do this, and that's enough. That is absolutely enough. So let's lay down those other expectations and realize those things will eventually get done, but they don't have to be done right now in this very moment. And it's a balance, right? Because there are times when we are just being lazy, <laughs> right? A hundred percent. There are times when that is happening. And when you tune in, you know it, you feel it. It's that avoidance, right? It is that going to do something else instead, because what I don't really want to do is this thing. For me, it's like organizing. Mm. If there's something I need to do, you will find me organizing instead <laughs> because that is way more satisfying for me than whatever it is the thing is that I need to get done. Organizing comes first before creativity sometimes. Almost feeling like, well, if everybody has a place and I put everything away, then I can begin working on whatever it is I want to work on. And then what happens? I do all the putting away, all the cleaning up, and never get done any of that work. Has you ever done that before? I know I can't be the only one that's a total procrastinator, right? I can't. There has to be others out there just like me. And it might not be organizing for you. It could be something totally different. But we know when we're doing it. We absolutely know when we are doing it. And we need to recognize it and push ourselves through and say, all right, 
I really do want to work on this creative project or whatever it is. But I'm avoiding it. Why am I avoiding it? Why am I not showing up and pushing through? And maybe there's fear there. Fear that if you actually do it, you then need to do something with it. Maybe there is avoidance because you're not ready. But really recognize what what is happening. And can you nudge yourself over that hill and do it? Or is it time to surrender? So knowing the difference. Is it time to push through or is it time to surrender? And only you know the answer to that. But when you have that answer and you honestly, you know, take a look at it, you know what to do next. You know how to nudge yourself through it or to pull the reins back. And that's important. It's really important. Goodness, I probably have talked about it so many times wanting to write a book. And I start and I stop and I start and I stop. And I don't have any real meat of it. It feels all over the place and completely disconnected. But I want to do it. It is in my heart. It is most definitely something that I want to bring into this world. But I need to stop surrendering and really lean into it. And I recognize a lot of what I do is complete procrastination, making up a lot of different excuses, rather than putting in the work. Because the work isn't easy. The work means you actually have to sit down and get it done. Hmm, Who really wants to do that? (laughs) Right? It's hard. But we gotta. If you want to make the thing, do the thing, become the thing, you got to put in the work. And so that's where I am right now on this edge of saying, I have this, this pocket of time before baby girl arrives. Can I put in a lot of that work? Can I get it done? And yeah, I'm still procrastinating (laughs) and still putting up those walls, but then I'm also doing some of the work. But how can I keep the momentum going and do more of the work? Because there's going to be a brand new season around the corner for me. One that is completely unpredictable that I've never been in before. I don't know what it's going to look like or feel like or be. And I'll only know that when I'm in it. Because that's the thing. We think we can prepare for everything that's coming and set ourselves up for success. And we can in some ways. But I guarantee you, you're going to be thrown a curveball. Something is going to take you off the tracks and you're going to have to re-examine and look at, well, where can I, where can I really find my way here? What do I need to do? And it's not always easy. For sure, it's not always easy. But it's part of life. It is part of the journey. It is part of this ever-changing world that we are living in. And change can be a really hard thing. Some people are great at it. Some people thrive on the change. It motivates them. 
they are their best selves when they are in the midst of a change. And I'm sort of kind of like that, but not really. (laughs) It's a little bit. And there are others who put up a wall. They do not want one single ounce of change. And I feel like I'm in the middle between that because I do like when things are changing. But I want them to change on my terms. I don't want you to be the one dictating my change. I want to be the one who's controlling it. And that's really the case. It's always somebody else usually, isn't it? So how can we show up? How can we best show up for ourselves? And the first thing I think we really need to do is forget about those outside voices and expectations. What people are saying that they think you should be doing or what people are trying to make you do or any of that. You are the author of your story. You are the one writing what is going to happen next. So if someone is trying to put you in this little box, it doesn't mean you need to go in that box. You do what is right for you. You take that pen and you write your very own story. And the only way that you can do that is to really tune in to your inner voice. What is it saying? What is it that you truly want and desire? What feels right for you and what doesn't feel right? Because it's really important to recognize what doesn't feel right also so that you know not to go down that path. And when you can recognize that and when you know, then you can examine and look and say, all right, this is what, this is what I want. This is how I want to feel. This is what I want to really be doing. And the only way to get all of that is to do this. And so that's what I'm going to do. And you might be in a season of your life where that is impossible. It's just not in the cards in that moment. But if you can take that honest and raw look and recognize that, you'll know that that's okay. And you can see that, well, in this particular season, instead of all this, I can do this. So really, really getting honest and true with you. And you know I'm going to tell you one of the best ways to do that is through writing and showing up on the page. Because the blank page will catch whatever it is that you're throwing at it And it will allow you to work through all of that. It will allow you to see what you might not be seeing. Because maybe you're so busy thinking one thing. And then all of a sudden as you're writing, something completely different might come out that might surprise you. And give yourself space to allow that to happen on the page and see what it is and see how it feels. Oh, the changing of the seasons, the seasons of our lives. Not easy, right? (laughs) Not easy at all. And it's only not easy when we want it to be different. When it is like you're in that groove and you got it and you're totally rocking it. Oh, you want that season to last forever. And unfortunately, it doesn't. 
but you're good with it and you're on cloud nine because it's going the way you want it to. Oh, I love those times. I can look back and see some of them and just smile because it feels amazing to be in that place. And we need to relish in those times and really give ourselves space to enjoy them because there's going to be the flip side where it's going to be harder. It's going to be more challenging. It's not going to be what you want it to be. And having those struggles really helps you to appreciate the wonderful times even more. So this week, I invite you to take a look at your own life and where you are. And to not show up with harsh judgments on whatever it may be, but really to give yourself grace and compassion and see that sometimes we have to go through these things in order to make it out on the other side. And to remember that nothing lasts forever. Nothing. And we don't know when that change or that shift is going to come, but that it will come and we will find our way to a new different side Maybe that side is better than we ever imagined. Or maybe it leads to a bit of struggle that we were not yet prepared for. We have no idea. No idea what's coming. But no matter what is coming, the most important thing is that you really, truly show yourself compassion. That you tune into that little voice inside you that is speaking and listen to it. Because it knows the way forward. It knows how to handle where you are right here, right now. And it's not going to steer you wrong. If you can tune into it and hear it and listen to it, it will take you where you need to go. It will. Our intuition is so strong. We just need to be willing to tune into it and really hear it. And that takes silencing a lot of the outside noise and things that are coming in so that we can make space to hear it. And of course, I'm going to ask you to grab your notebook and write some things down. And it's important for us to document, to document the different seasons that we're in and that we go through. And this year, one of the ways that I have been doing some of my documenting, two things. One is I started writing down daily, just a memory, one little thought of something that happened that day. And it's been great to just take that moment of pause and see like things are happening, things are going. And I was inspired by a little box that I had given my mom years ago. And I had found it and she had written down one thing each day. And it's funny because some of her things aren't the good things. It could be, oh, I had a really hard day at work. And it's important to, to note those things, right? To get them down as well. So that's one way that I am recognizing the season, the moments that I'm in. 
And another thing is doing these monthly lives in the Soul Circle community. So at the beginning of each month, we meet within the community space. It's very much like an Instagram live where you only see me on camera, but there's the opportunity for you to connect with everyone else and with me through the chat. And I started to do these because I don't know about you, but I get to December and I look back on the year and I have no idea what happened. It feels like it all went by in the blink of an eye. And, you know, in the beginning of January, I start with these grand ambitious goals or things that I want to do, a word of the year, whatever it is. And I'm really excited and pumped about it. And then it fizzles because I don't take time to even be in the moment of it. I get swept away in my to-do list and running from thing to thing. Does it happen to you? I'm sure it does. We're all human, right? And so doing these lives just allows that moment of pause at the end of each month to look back and say, oh, this is what happened. This is what worked really well. These are the memories that I want to hold on to. You can look and you can see at this month, this is what the season of my life looked like or felt like. And I write those things down. I document them. I share them out loud with you. And then make intentions for the month ahead, knowing what I've gone through, where my struggles were, where my challenges were, where I thought, oh, I was really going to do this, but it didn't work out because of whatever reason. So now I need to shift and change. And I can actually make those changes because I'm aware of them. I'm paying attention to them. I'm actively seeking out to understand what's going on. And this is huge absolutely huge. And so meeting for these monthly lives has been incredible because it has given me that moment of pause, that moment of reflection that I think we all really need because it can all blend into one giant mush. At least it does for me. Completely blends in to a giant mush. And then I don't have that time to course correct, to make maybe one tiny little change that could shift everything. Oh, it's been great. And so these happen the first Sunday of every month. And I would love for you to come and join me for the next one. Because we're going to look back. We're going to look back and reflect And then we're also going to look ahead. So be on the lookout. That is going to be, let me check my calendar real quick so I get the date correct. It will be on April 3rd. And it happens at 7 p.m. within the Soul Circle community. And you don't need to get dressed or put on any fancy clothes. No one sees you. You can just show up exactly as you are and connect with incredible people as we take just one simple pause and look back on what that season looked like. And maybe that season is going to continue into the next month. We don't know. It might be. 
But until then, until we are gathered for our next live event, I want you to pull out your notebook and examine the season that you're in right now. And so begin with those words, in this season, in this season, and see what spills out. And I can't encourage enough, be raw, be honest, be true. You don't have to keep what you put down on the page, but allowing it to spill out of you, it gives you, it, it just gives you a new perspective. You might see things that have been there the whole time that you never truly recognized. So open up, be truthful. The page will not judge and you can throw it away. The best part about writing, you don't have to keep it. You don't have to take it with you. Oh, I thank you so much for being here with me. And again, I encourage you to come over and hang out in the Soul Circle community. I look forward to seeing you on that April live. And please reach out with any questions, comments, anything you have. My email address is also in the show notes below, or you can contact me through my website. I am sending you a giant hug from New Jersey. And I'll be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week ahead and we'll talk soon.